0: Well, see, I don't know who to say hello to. It's like Spotify, Instagram, Facebook.
1: This is the intro. This is the intro for our new series. Rob, what's the series called?
0: Welcome to the new series that is Boss. We ask questions. He's practiced this. I didn't know I was it. We ask questions and we take questions from Ball of Spray, the wonderful website created by John Hodden. And um, there's loads of drama. There's loads of ghosts. And maybe we get one question done in the time that we have. Maybe we get, we get five three done. or four or five. Yeah. But last time we only got one done. So that didn't go very well. So this time we're gonna do rapid fire. Marcus is gonna pick a question or an answer or a post from the Ball of Spray forum and we are gonna do our best <coughs> job to answer it and probably have a little argument as we go along. <coughs> we like that. What is your question? He's been screaming. First
1: question from Mr. Horton himself, the oh, originator founder of Ball of Spray. So I'll see. I'm gonna amend the question a little bit. Generally speaking, are kids on bad gear? Bad ski gear, bad bindings, bad ropes, bad gloves. Generally speaking, do you think more people need to pay pay attention to the gear that they're putting their kids on?
0: Oh, yes. General, General
1: status. Why?
0: Yes. And no. I feel like a lot of people don't, well, they go, my kid's going slow. I don't need to put them on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. First of all, gloves. You see so many kids rock up, and glove sizes can be a tricky one. Fingers run, are excellent. And they come up and they're like the, barely done up. Yeah. Um, but I think that at the end of the day, as long as the kid is enjoying it, that is the most important thing. But getting them out the water, it, it is an expensive sport. That's how it is. And don't want to keep going back to skis because that's not what we're here for. <laughs> but it's making sure that your kid is on the close enough to the right equipment so that they can get up out the water well, that they're not being held back. If you're going to take the time and effort to be on a boat, to be behind a boat, to have gone to a ski school, maybe you're paying to, take, to send your kid to a ski school. It's a lot of money yep. that it costs to send your child to a ski school for uh, a, week, a week or maybe two weeks holiday. Yep make sure that they're on somewhat the right equipment. Yes, they don't need to be on the perfect, newest, greatest, we're not saying it has to be brand new, we're not saying it has to be, but if your kid is, I don't know, six years old, 100 pounds, don't put them on a 69 inch ski, get them a little, whether it be a a Boys Omni, or I say the HO ones, because I'm sponsored obviously, but also, that's the one I know. So that's not that there's kind other of br- other brands there's other have brands kid's available. Yeah, exactly. But you know what I mean? Like make sure that your kid is on a, on a kid's ski. And if you're lucky enough to have someone that has the knowledge and you probably know more about this than me on the shaping side of things, but we found some old skis at home. They were 67 inch is a it Monza. It's one mm-hmm. of Will's skis that Cut him down. I'm pretty sure was one of his favorite skis, but I sent him oh, a picture yeah. of it afterwards. So we don't have to tell him that, um, Oops. whoops, whoops and cut the tail off, measured it. It was for a kid that was about, I think, eight years old, probably again, about a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and the ski wasn't gonna be used anymore, so we cut the tail off to 63 inches.
1: You repurposed a, a normal ski for
0: a kid. Ground in the fin block, screwed the fin block in, and that is possibly the best kid ski. And cheapest. And cheapest if you have skis lying around, which I don't I don't know how many people do, but at a lot of ski clubs, there's old skis that have gone out of fashion. It doesn't need to be
1: a new ski. But, uh, um, and why is that? Why does that work just very quickly? I think it works because what you end up with is a wider tail relative to the length of the ski for kids. They're usually skiing at slower speeds, especially when they're learning how to ski the course. And that wider tail, proportionally speaking to the rest of the forebody of the ski, helps keep the ski from dropping tail deep and then developing some really bad habits. So, it could be the yeah. cheapest, best way to repurpose an old ski yeah. that's collecting dust and, for your
0: kid. And if you don't have an old ski, and this is where well, again, I'd like to ask you the question. and. Say a little bit myself, but I would say you have obviously the two options, you have kids skis, where they're often made the the pro had it. Um, it was a 63-inch ski and that was mm-hmm. classed as the kid ski, versus say the boys omni. Mm-hmm. So you have two skis that have come in the same sizes, I believe. Same length, yeah. Same length. Yep. What kind of level are you talking about there? Say my kid's running my kid, don't have a kid, but yeah. say say you have a kid that again is about 120 pounds and is um, trying to run the course for the first time. The first, they first time around? they'd be on the Omni
1: yeah. because it's got a wider tail. It's got a little bit of clean edge. So there's less drag inherent in the ski. It's easier and to everything get up sits on. More level, everything right? sits flatter. So it's easier to develop good habits on stance, which is a fundamental tenet. Um, the kid's growing up very quickly, trying to run 32 yeah. mile an hour. Well, then you're going to be kind of thinking about transitioning based on the size of the ski and the size of the kid. But then you're going to start thinking as you get to top speed, the, if you really especially if the kids is loving skiing you want to start investing I think in more of a slender body high performance ski from one of the manufacturers who makes kids specific skis or 64
0: and, and whether it's 65 and again this isn't a it's, it doesn't have to be new it doesn't have to be the best thing. Ski no. it again is a fantastic website yep. uh, in the US there's ski Bay UK for home there's I'm sure Australia I mean, everywhere has some form of second hand but getting something that's relatively within the last 10 years is but is more importantly the correct size the correct shape and with no major cracks dents or holes
1: question yep when you try a new ski yep do you put a new binding on it also new binding yeah
0: brand new yeah oh question see i've got the question no
1: why
0: because you should test the same thing you should, if you put new ski, new bindings, new backbinding, you gloves, don't know new what's driver, different. You have no idea what's different. That was a very random question. Was well that? because
1: I think we're talking about skis, but dude, like, I think bindings make almost a bigger difference sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, 100%. optimize a ski, but also be looking at the binding.
0: I changed my back kicker the other day and if, nearly missed my first pass. If
1: the binding, we're not going to get through I would one class as, I would class
0: as a relatively good ski, and I nearly <laughs> missed my first, I changed my handle. I changed yeah. my handle
1: yeah. and nearly missed my first Guy pass. Slight issues, slight issues. <laughs> But, but optimizing binding,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is a hard shell, is it a rubber, is it a is back boot, is it a kicker, mm-hmm. is, it, is your kids, is your child's foot fitting properly? Mm-hmm. Like if it's a repurposed binding that they're sloppy in, that's, that's going to be tough. That's a whole nother... It's going to be tough, they're going to develop some bad habits. And like you say on that... Point, Spend the money on a good binding, repurpose an older ski is what I would do And first. again,
0: it doesn't necessarily have to be a good binding, it doesn't have to be a new binding, but no, it has to fit. Fit. Imagine yep. putting your kid in a shoe that's way too big than saying go to this highly balanced, highly technical, highly tough sport and wonder why their foot's doing this and the ski's stud and they're trying to move it and their foot's jogging around. And it can be dangerous. So making sure the bindings fit correctly.
1: Hard shell, rubber, I don't care. does about you? Doesn't, yeah, exactly. Again, it fits, fits well,
0: that's key. And I guess the last thing that we should talk about, which is probably more the higher end of the, my Kids child scale. is trying to learn how to ski is fins. making sure and binding placement making sure bindings are in the right place check factory settings if you're at a ski school there very much should be someone there that is able to check those it's only versus every single website will have factory settings usually for the history of the skis that they've made so making sure that your bindings are somewhat near factory making sure that the split split of the feet obviously if it's a small kid they have small feet so they're going to probably want to be pretty close
1: that's a That's probably the biggest one we haven't talked about yet because often bindings for kids, if the feet are small, it's hard to get the back boot close enough to the front boot or the back kicker close enough to the front boot. That's a key one. If the kid's feet are really spread, bad habits. It's really easy for them to develop bad habits. So check that one out too. I will, I'll say this. How do you know? How are you going to know? Well, Rob's on GiveGo. I'm on GiveGo. You can ask a question here in the comments below. Um, you can reach out on Instagram.
0: Yeah. There's and all the,
1: kinds of ways. There's experts out there everywhere. But don't be afraid to reach out to us. If you have a question about your kid's setup, mm-hmm. or if you're a kid and you're like, hey, my stuff's janky, right? And then we can say, yeah. We can go to your parents and say, yeah. You
0: and better skis, better down, bindings. And down the line, we will be doing more podcasts slash videos oh, yeah. on educational content of how to measure this kind of stuff. But for now, if you don't know that, like I say, send us a DM. Mm-hmm. Or if you're near a ski school, if someone of knowledge, just go on the website, find the stock numbers but making sure it's near stock and finn as well finn can get very technical it can get very tough it can be a very very complicated world keep it simple though keep it simple if you have a set of calipers usually for a child put it somewhere near stock and if you don't understand what that is get someone to put it near stock you need proper calipers a ruler is not good enough doing it by eye is not good enough doing it by the marks is not really good no. enough no make sure that the, the numbers are somewhat near correct because you are teaching your kid a skill and the thing for life so if you've got your kid into skiing they love it do not give them bad habits just because their fins an absolute anchor at the back of it and you can get way too technical about fins but at the end of the day if your fin is three inches too big in somewhat dimension they are not going to be able to ski correctly
1: two, two final thoughts for me and then you mm-hmm. can finish it out number one even if your the fin is is a 10th of an inch out in the wrong direction, potentially that can make a a difference. That can make a big difference. Number two, as a general rule of thumb, if your kid is excited or passionate, or if your kid's starting to lose a little bit of excitement or passion, make sure that you're giving them a little bit more um, optimized gear than you think they deserve to just keep them moving forward, to keep them excited, to keep them stoked on what they're riding. Um, because what you don't want is you don't want their equipment to be a hurdle in their progression. Yeah. So that then they end up losing faith in their own skiing.
0: My only thought on that last one would be, I very much agree. I don't think, oh, my kid's struggling at skiing. I need new ski. No, don't it's, do that. It's more, that, I don't think that, that's not what he's trying to say. It's more of a fact of what you don't want to be. You don't want to be on a 63 inch ski because at 12 years old and 100 pounds, that was perfect. At 16 years old, <laughs> when your kid is now 180 pounds and 6 or 3, that's no longer the ski it's becoming yep. a hurdle you've got your kid into yep. the sport again it doesn't have to be a new ski go on ski it again go on ski bay wherever it is and make sure that the skis dimension size width and setup is somewhat safe marcus yet again we have done a bolus red episode and we've only answered one question we've gone down a rabbit hole this we've been on stuff for is real hard 11 minutes we just like to talk but we will get yeah, we'll better promise this. we'll get better we will do more yeah. of them uh, so, again, if you have any questions, doesn't have to be from Ball of Spray. That's just what we're using right now. Yeah. So, if you have any questions, send me a DM, Mark's a DM, Flowpoint Method a DM, Jenny Labora a DM, comment on wherever you're watching or listening to this, and we would love to answer your questions. And we will be doing a lot more of these, so watch out for the next one.
1: We Keep your eyes open. Yeah. See you.